Hey, welcome to Lead Loud, the Talk Drawer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Mulholland. And I'm Justin King. And this week, we are going to be speaking about radical candor, how to become a kick-ass boss by Kim Scott. So, Justin, uh, this was one of the ones that you sent to me and asked me to write. In fact, he, he nudged it into our Trello board queue, moved it to the top, flagged it, and tagged it. Why? Um, I'm very glad that you asked. Rich. Well, thank you, Bob. <laughs> um, well, as one does, uh, we try and stay in touch with our, our early adopters. And I was chatting to, to JP Midgley. JP, shit, shit, shit. shout out. <laughs> shout, out. <laughs> shout out to JP. <laughs> um, all the way in Buffalo. Um, and I asked JP if he had read any interesting books of late. Um, I know that he is an avid reader. And he, he sent me an entire list. But there was one in particular that stood out for him. And that was Radical Candor. And he said that he would love to be able to deliver that that book or the learnings from that book to his team, which is why, as you said, I got it right up to the top of that Trello board. Cool. So give me the basic lowdown. Um, radical candor in one word. Why do I need to read it or why do I need to present it to my team? Um, well, as the book cover says, if you're wanting to become a kick-ass boss, that's what you need to do. Um, I mean, I could give them smarties or I could, you know, uh, get a football table if I want to be a kick-ass boss. Why specifically radical candor? Well, ultimately, it drives, result, uh, drives results in your business. So the idea is that to, to be kind, you've got to be mean. That's essentially what it's, it's telling you to do. I think uh, if you think we've always been told growing up, if you, if you don't have something nice to say, rather don't say anything at all. But, but in the context of running a business, you need to be able to say those nasty things, but in the right way. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a thing. In fact, that's your opening quote from the talk that we, we always start every every time with a scene setter. And one of the slides is going to be on the on the screen when, when you know, the person's getting ready and, and getting going and the audience is sitting down. And that line, if you don't have anything positive to say, don't say anything at all, is up there. And it's, it's, a, it's a really, really frustrating quote, more so today than ever before because we're so politically correct. Now, what happens if you're not doing well? Do I just not tell you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose, and it's an interesting question because I think that's a trap. And I mean, when you dive into this book and you dive into the talk, you kind of start understanding what quadrants, and this will make sense if you have a look at the talk, what quadrants you fall into. And the first thing, once I'd read this book, the first thing that I thought about is, what kind of a leader am I? Um, so it tells you, you you need to care uh, care personally and challenge directly. And if you're not doing that, you're, you're falling by the wayside. And what I found out is that I was what they call uh, ruinous empathy. I had ruinous empathy. Whereas if there was direct feedback that needed to be given, I would sit there and I would candy coat it and I would say, oh, but you did so well and you designed that so nicely. And and at the end of the day, I just didn't get the, the message across. I think the person was more confused than anything that walked out of the meeting thinking, okay, I actually didn't do such a bad job. Whereas uh, I should have just hit the nail on the head and told them directly that wasn't good enough. It's not what we, it's not what our social contract is about uh, with you working for me. And I reckon on the flip side of that, when I started Missing Link, I was exactly the opposite. I mean, the amount of times I remember the line I used to use to people was, what are you new? Like I would give feedback to our guys and I was being, I was so tough. The one thing I will say is though, and I, I don't know if it came across well, but I did care. Like my give a shit tank was full. I really, really cared, but I didn't pull any punches. If I, I would look at them, and say, would you show this to your mother? Like, would you take this home? Are you proud that you made this? So, no. Well, why are you showing me? Like, this is rubbish. Are you in a rush to get home? This is, and I would, like, I would be brutal. And the, my, my old line, I used to always say to him is go, control A, uh, copy, control C, delete. Just delete this. This work is crap. Don't fix it. Just get it done. And then they would have to push better. I had to wish better. And 
the idea was that over the years, I become softer and I'd be nicer. And I think there's a, a, a net loss. You know, th th those people in the first 10, 15 or 10 years of Missing Links history, those are the ones who all run their own companies. Those are all the ones who advance and grow. And we're all still friends. It couldn't have been that bad. Like I wanted us to get better together. Fast forward now, and sure, maybe people's feelings are less hurt and they're a little bit less stressed at work, but they're not making always better work. The only time they make better work is when I finally put on my, my big girl panties and I tell them, this is not okay. Uh, yeah, and, and another way to think about it is we've all had that 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 person that we've worked with or that boss or that whoever, that family member who can be a real dick, but what everyone will or often the school say, teacher. or the school teacher, but what everyone will always say is at least I know where I stand with them. So that's, that's the key. So somebody can always be, they can be a bit of a monster at times, but I, I've so often had that conversation and everyone will always say, but at least I know where I stand with them. And that's why I think when you're leading a team, they, they want to know where they stand with you. They want to know where they stand as far as their, their work is concerned, the quality of work uh, and, and, and the business. Um, and, you know, just going back to another personal example, like, there are lots of times where I can think about having received this really candid feedback and I didn't take offense to it and I appreciate it. And one of those, those occasions was, I was in a, a session with a business coach and at the time I was doing a, a lot of consulting work and he said to me, and this was my first session with him, and he said to me, right, Justin, a uh, quick little, uh, little lowdown, what do you do? Um, and there's a lot of us do, and there's another talk on this actually as well called Elevator Pitch. We'll get into that another time. But I went into this long discussion or this long uh, drawn out explanation around what I did, telling him that business has these separate silos and often these silos don't interact with, enough, with each other and they don't know what's going on in each of the respective parts of the business. And I come in and I can do X, Y, and Z. And he just looked at me there. He just looked at me and, and he said to me, everything that you've just said to me, I never want you to say it again. He didn't <laughs> say that was great. And yeah, but maybe you just need to change it like this. He literally just hit it, hit, hit it on the head and said, Justin, everything you just said to me, I never want you to say it again. And I didn't take offense. I just knew straight away, mm, you're right. I need to work on that. Tough love, man. 100%. And, and I think it's very important now to understand it just relative to talk to on the platform. This talk is a different one. The forward focus on this one is not to get your team to go out there and do something different. Okay, so if you're a manager of managers, you want to get your team, to, your managers to go out there and present it forward. Yeah. That's why the forward focus on this one is to get your team to do something. So there's two parts to this one. Yeah. Just... The, the, the first part is actually to, it's getting permission. Yeah. Absolutely. As the manager, as the leader, you need to get, you don't need to get permission. But it's nice, it's nice to manage that expectation uh, and, and let your team know that this is what's coming. And the second part, the forward focus, what we're saying to them is say what you think. Yeah. So, and the reason for that is because in order to, to create this, this culture of radical candor, you need to, to give get and encourage both good and bad feedback. So you need to let that, your team know that this direct feedback is going to be coming from you, but at the same time, you need to let them know that it's okay for that direct yeah, feedback yeah, yeah. to be coming back to you as well. Yeah, we want you to have permission to to say what needs to be said, and also we want you to give permission uh, on the same same on the same uh, line, but there's rules to it. So we actually go through these kind of rules. It's an acronym HIP. And it kind of, I want to go into all the detail now, but one of the principles, for example, is with the, the one P is uh, if it's bad news, do it in private. If it's good news, do it in public. You know, may, may have a song and dance about it. The I is, for example, always be immediate. Like, don't don't wait around. Like, just, just get the feedback done. And um, yeah, I just want to maybe add with one personal story from my side around this. I was uh, starting out 
probably before in my definitely my first year of speaking. I was on tour with a guy called Simon Woodroff. He started the Yo Sushi chain. If you, those of you who traveled around the UK, you'll know it was basically the first Western uh, conveyor belt sushi. But I actually knew them from before. Him and his brother Patrick. I'd worked with Patrick on Phil Collins and Rolling Stones. Uh, they were lighting designers and set designers, and um, you know, so very very involved in rock and roll. Anyway, I was on a, a speaking tour with Patrick Woodroff. I was a kind of support act. He was out here speaking, and we did this talk. And after the talk, I made the mistake of asking him, hey, so what do you think? And I remember he said to me, he said, you know, you're, you're really cool and really high energy. The problem is you're really high energy and only that. He said, you take your audience up to an eight at the beginning of the talk and you keep them at an eight the entire way till you finish. So you're not giving them any break, any breathing room. You're, the eight becomes normal instead of exciting. So you've normalized exciting, thus taking all of the edge and flavor away. He said, you need to move your voice and go up and go very, very fast and go down. He didn't sugarcoat it. He didn't say, he was just, this is what you need to do. He said, as long as you maintain that high energy. And then he turned around and said to me, he said to me, I'll be honest, you're a good speaker. You have the raw materials to become a great one. But if you continue like this, you won't be done, done. It was like a mic drop moment for me. And it was a penny drop moment for me. So, yeah, listening to that story, Rich, uh, obviously there are a lot of great case studies in the book. I mean, uh, Kim speaks about her time uh, at Google and interactions that or an interaction that she had with um, Sheryl Sandberg, which is a very interesting one that's in the talk as well. Uh, are there any other stories that kind of stood out for you and you would like to give the, the, the listeners a bit of a tease about? Yeah, so maybe one that was a very simple story and it's quite different. And again, you know what? The one nice thing about talk draw is, you know, sign up, even if you don't want to deliver the talk, you can still watch us deliver the coaching talk and get the core message and you know see how that works and use that material and so i definitely want to challenge you to go up there and at the very least take the 10 minutes to watch the talk like that's the easy thing but the one story i really love was uh, she was walking along with her new dog uh, belvedere and she's walking through the streets of manhattan and she was panicking this puppy was jumping around and running and everything was going crazy and she was like pulling it and all of a sudden belvedere ran in front of one of these yellow cabs and she had to rip the leash back and and pull the, the, the dog back onto the curb and this strange dude walked up to her, like never met him before. And he stands here and he turns around and he says, listen, listen, I can see that I can see that you really love your dog. And so he started with this position of empathy, you know, and he said, but if you don't train this dog, you're going to get it killed. Like, boom, hard truth. And then he looked at her, he looked down at the dog and he said, sit. And the dog sat. And she was like, holy crap, I didn't even know you could do that. And the dude, the light changed and the stranger, she never met before or since, walks away. And as he's walking away, he turns around and he says to her, listen, it's not mean, it's clear. And even when I was reading that example, I was like, oh, that is amazing. Because it's not mean, it's clear. Giving that feedback, it's just clear. You're not being mean to people. And again, if you think you're being mean, you are. Because if your intention is mean, ask yourself, is my intention here to be mean to these people? Well, then, you know, sort that shit out. But more often than not, it's not, it's not that. It's that I want to make them better. I want to not get this dog killed, right? I want to make this person achieve everything they can. And I want to do right by our clients. This talk is going to give you permission to do that. It's really, really great. I hope you enjoyed. I really enjoyed uh, structuring it, writing it. I think it's got some cool points in it. It's got the two main stories, the Google story that Justin just mentioned. Go watch it, but more importantly, stand up and deliver it to your team. I think it's uh, one that will make a difference and it will give you permission as a leader uh, to say what you think. Yeah, um, it's exactly that, as Richard said. Um, we, it's all about building a culture of feedback and 
and building a, a culture of trust within your business. And I, I, I think we've got to give you've got to give your team the the opportunity tr to trust you. And then by doing that, you need to be really candid with them. And that's what this this book is really all about. So it's a great one. I'm uh, very excited to to have you guys get onto the site, subscribe, and and give it a bash. At least watch the the, the, the uh, coaching video and deliver it to your team. So also give this feedback. This is the first episode of the podcast. Justin is banning Instagram at TalkDrawer, D-R-A-W-E-R -E for the South Africans here. It's not TalkDraw. As it's in like a sock draw. A sock drawer. Yeah, but even South Africans, they draw, draw. they'll say a draw. Like if people write, it's in my yeah. sock drawer, they'll write draw. This is yeah. bullshit. Anyway, um, but by all means, please go to TalkDrawer on uh it's talkdraw.com is the site. You can go to talk, at talkdraw on Instagram, at talkdraw on Twitter. Engage with us. Let us know your feedback. And also, we always want recommendations from um, uh, you guys who are on books that you've read that Absolutely. you think would be a really, really amazing for leaders to deliver to their teams. Yeah. So uh, if you don't get us on any of those, any <laughs> on, if, if, uh, what? Yeah, Rich and I need to learn sign language. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't too sure. I saw a little uh, tongue in the cheek there. Um, yeah, and if you don't get us in any of those platforms, email address is justin at talkdrawer.com. And my email address is justin at talkdrawer.com. <laughs> right. uh, but that's it for me. Until next time, stay curious. Lead loud. <laughs>